Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he told many stories to reveal the heart of God. That is to reveal God's unending love and amazing grace. Grace being undeserved favour, given because God so loves. Favour that cannot be earned or once received cannot be lost. This grace of God he freely gives because it is all of himself toward us. As Jesus came from the heart of the Father, in grace and truth, to set the captives free, both the lost and the found. That is free from the destructive forces of condemnation, guilt, shame, fear, selfish desires, performance, achievement, pride, perfectionism or failure. Free from the lies of the evil one, and ultimately free from death. So today we will journey through a story about the unending love and amazing grace of a father who had two sons. There has been much said about the younger son who demanded his inheritance while his father was still alive. That was the ultimate insult and shame. And what's more, he spent it all on the pleasures of this world. He was lost trapped in his selfish desires and physically and emotionally so far away from home, so far away from his father. Yet his father was waiting, waiting, waiting for however long it would take for his son to come back home. The father was there with arms open wide, ready to embrace and pour out his amazing grace, where his son would be set free, restored, honoured, and be able to live in the fullness of being a son of the father. Then there is the elder son. He is in the field, at the time of his younger brother's return. He stayed physically at home, yet emotionally He was so far away from his father. He was trapped in the bondage of fear, not able to receive the unending love and amazing grace of the father that was always there for him. So let's pick up the story with the younger brother having returned home and the older brother out in the field. Luke chapter 15 Verses 25 to 32. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. 
So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. The older brother became angry at the love, grace and forgiveness shown by the father towards his younger brother. His first response was to summon the servants and ask what the music and dancing was all about. For all the older brother could see was his own pain and resentment towards his brother and even his father. He falsely accused his father of an injustice and ultimately blamed him for his own bondage and pain. He was jealous of the joy the father had for his brother's return, as he himself couldn't accept the joy of being a son, the joy of being with the father in his house, together, as one. If only he knew the Father's joy, love and undeserved favour towards him, where everything the Father has is his. The Father's joy, love and inheritance for him was not because of anything the older son had done. It was all because the Father so loves him. What is even more disturbing for the older brother is not only has his younger brother returned, but he has returned safe and sound. The older brother must have been thinking, where is the justice? Surely there must have been consequences for the actions and the high-risk life that his younger brother chose to live. Where he was out there in the world, when he devoured the father's livelihood, which actually was the younger son's inheritance given to him by the father at the younger son's request. However, through the older brother's eyes, the younger brother had brought intense shame onto his family. In amongst all these emotions, the older brother reveals his life of struggle and the chains of fear, false perceptions of relationships and resentfulness toward others, especially his younger brother. He sees love and relationships as something that is deserved or earned. So he has been forever striving, trying to do everything right, gain the respect of others and be the perfect son. Yet deep inside, he was in enormous conflict, resentfulness and ultimately resulting in blame of others. To the older brother to openly accept the younger brother back home with joy, love and grace was an injustice 
as someone had to pay the cost for his own pain. To the older brother, even his younger brother's journey was all about his own pain, the sacrifices he had made and the things that he had given up in order to gain. The older brother had judged the younger brother and deemed him unworthy of receiving the father's love. His younger brother didn't live up to his own unrealistic prideful standards that even he could not attain to, yet falsely believed he could. This was the deception that kept him in bondage. Perfection is fear-based and is a debilitating force. It's destructive. It turns the thoughts inward, judging oneself and others. It becomes a blockage to receiving everything that God has given, receiving God's unending love and amazing grace. Sadly, there are many who believe their value comes from what they do. The religious are bound by the false perception that doing everything right brings them closer to God or positions them to receive a greater reward. Or even there will be a greater evidence of God's power in and through them. But the truth is, just like the father in the story who loved the older brother just as much as the younger brother, God's heart is for his children, for all to be truly free. And no matter where we are at with our journey with him, having received Jesus, we are a child of God. Adopted into the beloved, the most loved, father-son relationship of his unending love and amazing grace. Just like the father in the story, who in love, grace and truth, came out to where the older son was at and pleaded with him. That is the heart of Father God. And in the culture of the time, the father coming out and pleading with the son is not something that a father should do. Yet the father did not care about what humanity said or what the culture defined as right or wrong. The father came out and pleaded with his older son. That is his unconditional love and amazing grace. It was greater than what anyone else determines. The father's heart for his sons was huge. And he knew they were the most important people in his life. He gave them the top priority of his time and all his generosity. He valued them equally, even though both sons did not reciprocate. No matter what each son did or didn't do, they were his sons. Material possessions didn't matter to the father, as everything he had was for the sons. The older son replies to the expression of love and amazing grace of the father this way. Lo, these many years I have been serving you. Serving in this context is to be a slave, literally or figuratively, involuntarily or voluntarily, to be trapped in bondage, feel obligated to the point of free will being taken away. 
And this is the exact opposite of the reality of living in the Father's house as a son, where the Father gives free will because he so loves. This is so sad, and the older brother resents what he cannot have and reveals what he really wants. He too, just like his younger brother, became trapped in his selfish desires, both seeking approval of others. The older brother wanted a fatted calf given to him, so he could do with it what he wanted to. That is to give to all his friends, excluding his father and his younger brother. This is a very sad picture of how the older brother sees relationships. He has to entice his friends, provide a fatted calf for them, so they will come. The younger brother in his time in the world also bought many things in an attempt to buy friends and get their approval. Yet the father's generous heart of love, joy and grace is evident in his relationship with both sons. With the younger brother he said to his servants, Bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. So they began to be merry, for the son was lost, and now he is found. The older brother was also trapped, trapped in fear of what others would think and say. The shame and judgmental comments of his own heart and friends. In bondage to what his concept of being a son was and his false perception of relationships, that they are based on performance. It is all of this that he was unable to accept the love of the father towards his younger brother because he was unable to accept the love of the father for himself. Seeing the faults in others takes the focus off his own faults and elevates himself above his younger brother in his own mind. Therefore, in his own eyes, he reasons he is perfect. He is trapped in his own heart and mind condition of perfection, something that he can never attain to. Yet deep in the subconscious is a knowing that no one is perfect and he cannot attain to it, and the striving, the continual striving of perfection will never be achieved. This is linked with the concept of relationships being based on performance. The truth is, only God is perfect, and only he can love in the purest, selfless, unconditional love. It is because he so loves that he lavishes his amazing grace upon both the lost and the found. It is undeserved and cannot be earned, as it is God who freely gives it. Now the older brother accuses the father of being ungrateful and not giving him what he has earned or deserved. The son has taken it upon himself to determine how both his father and brother should be and act, judging both the father and his brother and demanding justice and inheritance according to performance and not identity. The value, joy and freedom of his identity of being a son was lost to him 
because he believed it is something that he has to be earning and therefore something he has to continue to keep. Sadly, the older brother is unaware of these things. Just as the religious pride themselves on doing the right thing, falsely believing they are doing everything right, they then judge everyone else and elevate themselves above another. Or conversely, when they fail, they judge themselves as less than another and condemn themselves and self-destruct. Both are an injustice and an inequality and destructive forces, taking away the joy of being a child of God. Only the father can free the older brother from himself. Both the younger son and the older brother are the object of the father's love and amazing grace. The father does everything to show the older brother his truth of his heart. He seeks him out, risks everything to come and plead with him, listens to his son's response, and then speaks truth into his heart. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. This is a beautiful expression of love and sonship. The father didn't condemn him, tell him that he shouldn't feel that way or judge him. He called him son. He didn't disown him. He honoured him and reminded him of all that he has is his. The father in the story is just like God. As Jesus came from the heart of the Father to reveal his great love and amazing grace. Jesus, in his relationship with the Father, revealed what it is to be a son, a child in the kingdom of God. He said that everything he has is from the Father. And everything that is the Father's he has given to all who receive and believe in him. For the older brother, this is amazing grace. To know perfection can never earn it and therefore can never lose it brings a freedom to stop striving and in surrender can receive it. All are continually welcome as children to run into our Father's arms. We are most loved, accepted just as we are, desired, chosen and free. For this is His amazing grace. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.